Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you work things and that's what we That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful show. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, um, today we'll begin a new series. We begin a new series. Show me the blessing. Show me the blessing. Before we go ahead, you know we are two this week. Glory to God. Yeah. We are two on the 10th of June. You know, it looks like, like yesterday, you know. We made it to two. Glory to God. Yes. <laughs> Faithful God. You know, what was that? It looked, it looked like, it looked like, a, you know, uh, glory to God. God is faithful. We began this walk without, without any promise of, you know, there was no promise of, not like anybody told us, I'm going to give you money to start the ministry. <laughs> we just went ahead and with young people, people in university and a few, maybe one or two working class people, but we're mostly, there's still an echo, we're mostly, you know, students. Do you understand? Yes. Start the church with students. That's, you know, it's God's faithfulness. The grace is even there at all. The, even the gods even try it out. Is is work of God. Is the gift of faith at at work? Okay. If you won't think of it, we're going to start it out at all. So we give God praise, and we are true. You know, and truly, we we have seen God help us over and over and over. We've dead big things. Okay, and it's because God has helped us. Okay, so we are grateful to God, okay? So it's a great week. Hallelujah. Amen. So show me the blessing. Show me the blessing. Proverbs 10, 12. Proverbs 10, 12. Yeah, good. Good. Proverbs 10, 12. Proverbs 10, 12. Show me the blessing. Someone said your neighbor, show me the blessing. Say it louder. Show me the blessing. Hallelujah. Proverbs 10, 12. Proverbs 10, 22. 22, sorry, my love. 22. Yeah, 22. 22. Proverbs. 10, 22. The 22. blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. You see that? The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. This is the Bible speaking not me, okay? So you don't like prosperity, take up the Bible, okay? Let's know the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Awesome. Genesis 1, 27, 29. You know, we read many verses in this in the service. Like it's like we are doing... <laughs> yeah, that's what... Okay, yes. So God created yeah. mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Wow. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed okay. in it. They will be yours for food. So you see, the first words that God spoke to mankind was a blessing. The first thing man heard was the blessing of God. Meaning that, you know, something called principle of first mention, that man was meant to function without the blessing. So why even before man became from the soil, the first thing man's spirit heard was, be blessed. So man wasn't made to function without the blessing. So God gave man an assignment, you know, uh, subdue the earth, Take charge, rule of life, and he spoke a blessing on them to make them, you know, able to carry out the assignments. You know what? 
God spoke on man. He blessed man, empowered man to prosper. The first word you heard mankind is be blessed. God bless. So, meaning that you're not meant to function without the blessing. So, the blessing, you know, is God's sworn participation in your affairs. Again, the blessing is God's sworn participation in your affairs. It's God's sworn participation in your affairs. Okay? It is God's disposition towards you that makes things work in your favor. God's disposition towards you that makes things work in your favor. The blessing is the hand of God in the affairs of your life. The blessing is the help of God to succeed. The blessing is the hand of God on your life. Glory to God. So we see that all through Scripture, that God kept speaking blessings over people he called. So we go to Noah, okay? You know, God blessed man in Genesis 27, 29. You know, sin came, man goofed, you know, while us enter, you know, yeah, yeah. Then God called Noah. Genesis 9, Genesis 9, 1, after the flood. Genesis 9, 1, after the flood. Then God blessed Noah and you his sons, saying to them, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. Look at that. So after Adam, you know, and the flood that passed, God called Noah and blessed him too, meaning that whatever I have to use, whatever I give an assignment to, I bless you to function in it. So he called Noah and also blessed Noah. So whatever God gives an assignment to do, God gives a blessing to perform it. Okay? So man is not meant to reign on the earth without the blessing. See that? So he called Noah and started again, started again to do man race, and he spoke on him again a blessing, an empowerment to prosper, to get the job done. So we're now going to see Abraham also. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. 1 to 3. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. We're going, to, we're going you know, from the beginning to the, <laughs> to, to the new creation. Okay? The Lord had said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. See, you see the I will. I will. God is saying, I am involved in your affairs. I will make it happen. So it will be just your toil or effort alone. It will be the help of God in your affairs. I will. Yes, sir. Please go. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Look at that. So again, he called Abraham also the same thing. Whether he calls, he speaks a blessing over them. He speaks over them. Is swamp participation. It sweats over them, is help in their fears. So man is not meant to walk out of the blessing of God. Okay? So this blessing is meant for Abraham protection also. So beyond just material prosperity, it's also meant for protection. That if you cause him, voila, even if he offends you, you have to be chilled about it. Because if you come against him, it's trouble. Genesis, Genesis um, 12, verse 10 to 20. 10 to 20. 10 to 20. Says, I will cause those who cause you. So the blessing also protected Abraham from, 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 um, from intruders. Go on. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. The blessing brings beautiful women also. So that's not the point. Please go on. When the Egyptians <laughs> see you, they will say, This is his wife. Glory. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say that you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake and my life will be spared because of you. When Abraham came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abraham well for her sake and Abraham acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham. What have you done to me, he said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she's my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. Look at that. So because someone took Abraham's wife, innocently, God went to war on his behalf. God punished them for, for his sake. Whoever causes you, I will cause. 
So the blessing is a protection. So it's why it is dangerous to go against the blessed man. It is what? To go against the blessed God will fight for a blessed man. So God's blessing over you is also protection. So it's why, you know, I don't live in fear. Okay? I understand that God defends me. God protects me. So I know I will not die. I know it cannot be a gunshot. It can't be sickness. It can't be random. It can't be slept with no wake up. Maybe when I'm 105. Glory. <laughs> Glory to God. So, someone, so, someone, someone's dad went to, went to be with God um, this week. And a day before he went, he told his wife that I'm justified. Jesus has forgiven me. I'm going home tomorrow. And, and he went home the next day. I'm justified. I'm, he went home, as he said, the next day. And he said he saw angels come for him. He said he, he, said he was glowing in death. The death of a blessed man. So what think it's not, it's not just theory. It's the apple. Okay, so you can choose how you want to go. Being a blessed man shows in every area of your life. You understand? Genesis 20. Still showing further how God defends the blessed man. Genesis 20. Genesis 20. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed in Gerar, and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, she is my sister. When then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, you are as good as dead because of the woman you have taken. Yes, She's a married woman. Now Abimelech had not gone near her, so he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And didn't she also say he is my brother? I have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in the dream, yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience, so I have kept you from sinning against me. That is why I did not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he's a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die. <laughs> Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. You should be. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt to my kingdom? <laughs> you have done things to me that should never be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, there's surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not of my mother, and she became my wife. And when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, this is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle and male and female slaves and Offering. gave them to Abraham, and he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, My land is before you. Live wherever you like. Just be your day. To Sarah, he said, <laughs> I am giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offense against you before all who are with you. You are completely vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female slaves so that they could have children again. For the Lord had kept all the women in Abimelech. Abimelech's household from conceiving because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. See that? Now, to you, this is like an overkill. You know, like waking you, right? But when you come against a blessed man, anything is possible. When you come against a blessed man, anything is possible. So God defends the blessed man. Look at that. He says, I will cause them that cause him. Okay? So God defends you. God defends you. So you don't have to be a victim of God's wickedness. God defends you. You can lay hold of God's defense and stand strong even in evil times. You are exempted from evil by the blessing of God. You understand? Glory to God. Okay? So we see also that God told Abraham, Genesis 1 to 6, told him, I am your exceedingly great reward. Or telling him, I am your portion. As in, I am your everything. Like God is saying, guy, I dare your side. 
Nothing they sell there. Like a major brag. Abraham, I am for you. No one can be against you. Nothing can stop you. I am your extremely great reward. God bragging over a blessed man. Glory to God. So this is how God works to the blessed man. It stands by him. Stands for says, when I says, if God be for you, who can be against you? Now put who, what, where can they be against you? Glory to God. As in, who can be against you? Tiny Baba, who is the Baba of the person's father? What can stand against you? What can stand against you? What can stand against you? This is what we know that makes us bold. It makes us strong and tough. Right? We've got to, you know, eat these things. Eat them. So you, you stand strong wherever, knowing that you are the one that God defends. Glory to God. So we see also that the blessing is an all-rounder. It manifests in every area of one's life. Genesis 31 to 5. Genesis 31 to 5 in 24. Yeah. So Abraham went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Look at that. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. Then Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Now Lot, who was moving about with Abraham, also had flocks and herds and tents. But the land could not support them while they stayed together, for their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. You see that? They became so great. No, no, no more space. They had to separate. Okay? By the blessing of God, they increased so much that they could not stay together anymore. It became, you know, small space, conflict. So the blessing empowers, causes to prosper. And you, can't, you can't be shy about this. You can't be shy about, you can't be shy about prosperity. Own it is who you are. Glory to God. Genesis 24 verse 1. Genesis 24 verse 1. Genesis 24 verse 1. Abraham was now very old and the Lord had blessed him in every way. Abraham became, Abraham, you know, after Sarah, Abraham was still so, you know, after God healed his, his, um, you know, his engine, glory to God, hallelujah. The engine was still so strong, he married again, you know, and had more children. The guy took one babe, Keturah, and had children through her. So he lived to 185 or so. 185. And the Bible says he lived, he was very old, and God had blessed him in every way. The blessing is an all-rounder. It has all-round effects. Glory to God. You see that? So the blessing in Abraham's life wasn't passive. It was an active, aggressive force in his affairs to make him prosper. We'll see also that after Abraham died, continue with Isaac also, in 25 verse 11. 25, 11. And the blessing continued also with Isaac. 25, 11. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who then lived near Beelahiroi. After his death, God blessed his son Isaac, okay, to show that this blessing was not a fluke. It is the way it's meant to be for those God calls. Okay? So we'll see how Isaac prophesied in farming. 26. 1 to 6 and 12 to 14. 26, 1 to 6, 12 to 14. Now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine in Abraham's you see, time. Famines are normal. Famines are part of the world cycle. Famines are, are, are normal to the world. Okay? But we don't have to be a victim of the famine. That's the point. Let's go. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. Look at that. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give them all these lands. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him, keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. Now go to okay. So yeah. Isaac stayed in Gerar. Look at that. Now, in Gerar there was famine, but God says stay there. God says stay there. So it is not really 
about the location. It's about man being aligned with God's agenda. It's about man being aligned with God's agenda. Go to verse 12. Yeah, 14. Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year reaped a hundredfold, because the Lord blessed him. Look at that. The man became rich, and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. You see that? He had... You're blessed. <laughs> he had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. You understand? So, in that same land, in that same year, he reaped a hundredfold. He became wealthy, grew even wealthier, until he became very wealthy. So much so that the people around him envied him. That is the story of the blessed man. The blessed man. That we prosper whatever God sends us. So our job is to find where, what is saying? What is he saying? That's our job. What is he saying? So Bible says that, you know, God told Isaac, that because your father Abraham obeyed in everything, okay, listen for instruction, and following so, okay, and so doing, God blessed him. So also for Isaac, Isaac obeyed God, stayed there, and he reaped a hundredfold in famine. In famine. Why? The blessing of God. It makes rich without painful toil for it. So we'll see how the blessing works on the beginning. Genesis is called the book of the beginnings. Right? So it shows from the beginning what the blessing is. The blessing, the beginning shows what the rest should be like. You understand? Glory to God. So the blessing is not audio. <laughs> it has material effects. Do we see that? Okay? Now, Isaac also blessed Jacob. Okay? Go to Genesis 27. 27 to 40. Genesis 27, 27 to 40. So he went to him and kissed him. When Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he blessed him and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you heaven's dew and earth's richness, an abundance of grain and new wine. May nations serve you and peoples bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may the sons of your mother bow down to you. This is the part of abundance of grain and new wine. Blessing of God shows up materially. Whoever says so is telling a very interesting lie. Whoever drags this, you need to wonder, I read it in the same Bible. This was God blessing um, Jacob through Isaac. Abundance of grain and new wine. This is a normal life story of a blessed man. The poverty is abnormal though. The lack is not the real deal. It's, 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 not, it's not our nature. Okay, an abundance of grain and new wine is how it's meant to be. All things being equal. Blessing of God. Please go on. May those who curse you be cursed, yes, and those who bless you be blessed. After Isaac finished blessing. Sorry, again, pause. See, when God's word is spoken forth, it has effect automatically. So he's saying, those that curse you, they are cursed. No, no, that cost already working. So when God said it, it goes to effect straight that. Is that cause is hanging there? Just cause Isaac to just drop. You know, like <laughs> it's auto drop, head drop. <laughs> you see that? So also is the blessing. When God blessed Isaac, okay, the blessing was already in effect. It's already in effect. Just to align. It's in effect already. So whoever blessing also is auto bless. God's word works on auto run. Just align. Yes, align manifest. You get that's the point. So it doesn't 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 even pray. God bless him for me. God. No 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 no. It's already in effect. It's already in effect. See, grace is transferable. Yeah? Okay? Glory to God. We'll, we'll get to that. Maybe some time. But go on. After Isaac finished blessing him. Sorry, again, I'm just I'm getting a lot of stuff. It's interesting. You know, before he started blessing him, he told the guy, bring the food I like. Cook for me. Stay up the anointing with the food. <laughs> That's what happened there. See, there's a, there's, there's a, there's called a material exchange. That's why Paul said, let one is blessed in spiritual things, blessed like material things. You see that? It's an exchange. You can, you can provoke a spiritual blessing by releasing materially. Yeah. yeah, you can provoke a release. Yeah. So, so it's why, you know, yes, we give because we love God. We also give to receive. Let's say the truth. We give to receive. I don't like, I, I don't like, I, I don't like spiritualizing. I don't like forming this thing. He says, give, I'll give you back. I can, it means I can give to get back. I don't like forming all these people like to form spiritual and form. You know, I give because I love God. That is there. But you can also give to receive. It's in the Bible. 
Now, it's not me on the one motive. Anytime I want to give God, I'm giving because I want to give. It's not, it's not money doubling. But know that when you give, you receive. Expect to receive when you give. God is not like, God is not trained by expectation. How much do you need in your life? I'm going to say, no, no, no. God is like, send my child, I send my child, bring your popcorn. I want to know that I can buy him 20 popcorn. Not that I popcorn, not that. No, no, no. I want to buy him 200. Do you get So when he says, I'm not like, you want popcorn. Why do you want popcorn? Because give me your popcorn. No, no, no. I'm not moved by that. I'm, I love it. It means that you expect that daddy can buy me popcorn, at least popcorn. No, you're, what you want in your life to go is popcorn. Oh, you're sure. It's to go popcorn and candy. You know? You get that. Okay, please go on. After Isaac finished blessing him and Jacob had scarcely left his father's presence, his brother Esau came in from hunting. He too prepared some tasty food and brought it to his father. Then he said to him, My father, please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may give me your blessing. Pause. They're talking like about blessing like it is biscuit. Like it's tangible. Eat and give me your blessing. Talking about blessing as though something they can hold. Eat and give me your... This is how much they value the blessing of God. So as though to them, it was material to them. They could touch it. So they, were, they talk about it as if they could see it. It was that real to them. We also need to start seeing the blessing as being that real so you can manifest in your, in your life. See it as that real. See it as so real you can touch it. You just don't, don't realize the blessing. When, it's, when, it's, when someone prays and blesses you, you just say, Amen. Amen. Let it, let, you have been, it's heavy. It's real. It's real. You get that? Please go on. His father Isaac asked him, Who are you? I am your son, he answered, <laughs> your firstborn, Esau. Isaac trembled violently and said, Who was it then that hunted game and brought <laughs> it to me? Uh, I ate it just before you came in and I blessed him. And indeed he will be blessed. You see that? Indeed. He will be blessed. There's no, it's why I say my life is not me. I don't, I don't do maybes in this thing. Maybe God will eat me. I don't, I don't deal with maybes. Certainty. See, faith in the blessing is certain. It's not maybe or maybe not. Maybe my kids will live right. It's not maybe you. I operate in the blessing. Some things are going to happen. It's not maybe. I don't do maybes. Faith is certain. Indeed, you'll be blessed. It's indeed. Don't come to two. When, when it comes to person, don't, don't go in two minds. Mind, that maybe. No, 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 no. It's not maybe, maybe not. I know. We don't want even this thing. Faith is bold. See them? They don't do maybe. Indeed. Look at that. Indeed, as in there is. Ah, oh, that you buy, sure die. Glory to God. Please go on. When Esau heard his father's words, he burst out with a loud and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me. See, me too, my father. They are crying for blessing. Do you understand? You know, daddy, please give me your car. You daddy, bless me. Please, daddy. Please, bless me too. To show how real it is that they cry for her. The blessing. The blessing. The blessing. That tangible. Please go on. But he said, your brother came and deceitfully. Your brother came deceitfully and took your blessing. Okay. Esau like said, he took your biscuits. Not tangible. Isn't he rightly named Jacob? This is the second time he has taken advantage of me. He took my birthright and now he's taking my blessing. Then he asked, "Haven't you reserved any blessing for me?" Isaac answered Esau, "I have made him lord over you and made all and have made all his relatives and his servants." And I have sustained take, him. Take it again, take it again. I have made him lord over you, yeah. and have made all his relatives his, his servant. servants. Yeah. And I have sustained him with grain and new wine. So what can I possibly do for you, my son? See, I have all he did was bless him. See that? All he did was speak words, and he said. I have already made him your master. What did he do? He just spoke words. He says, I've blessed him. I've sustained him. Sustain means forever, you know. I've sustained him with grain and wine. What did he do? He just blessed him. He just blessed him. He didn't give him grain, no. He just blessed him. The blessing is tangible. It has material effects. It's, it's so clear. It takes you to not see it. It's so clear. 
Go to 40. Finish, finish. Yeah, yeah. From there. Esau said to his father, Do you have only one blessing, my father? Bless me too, my father. Then Esau wept aloud. His father Isaac answered him, Your dwelling will be away from the earth's richness, away from the dew of heaven above. You will live by the sword and you will serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you will throw his yoke from, from off your neck. See there? The blessing is tangible. It has tangible effects. So we'll see the blessing in Jacob's life. Go to Genesis 28. It was prophecy. Don't make me. Just say anything. Look at that. No, no, not happen there. Let's not go there. 28 verse 10. 28 verse 10. Time. <laughs> Dude. No, this is just asking daddy. Do you have just one blessing? They are putting a number on intangibles. Like, do you have just one? Just one? Do you have just one love? Do you have, you have just one joy? They were, they were dealing with the blessing as tangible. Do you have just, they were counting blessing. You have just one blessing to show how tangible the blessing is. Glory to God. So let's do Jacob's story from verse 10. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking, one of, taking out one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Just imagine that scene. Glory to God. So if God calls, what happens to them? When, when blessing comes upon them, God gets involved in their lives also. He comes to speak with them. He gets involved in their lives. So the blessing is God's participation in your affairs. That God is involved in your life. That God is involved. That's only why he's involved. That's the point. That God is involved in your life. Glory to God. Please go. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord. God has effect. The there God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next Please pause morning. Again, pause. Now, God was there, watching over him, even when he could not see God. So God is on your case, even though you don't see him coming down from heaven, you know, um, angels, ladder up and down. He's there. He's actively, he says, says, I will be with you everywhere and watch over you everywhere you go. That is how the blessing works. That God is actively involved in your case. That God is with you everywhere you go, like MTN. But better, shall you know? You get my point. Please go on. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking, and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear, so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God, and this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And all of that, and all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Awesome. Now go to, go to chapter 30. Chapter 30. 30, 25 to 30. 30, 25 to 30. 30, 25 to 30. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on now my this is, way. This is Jacob in Laban's house. Please go on. Send me on my way so I can go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and children for whom I have served you, and I will be on my way. You know how much work I've done for you. But Laban said to him, 
If I had found favor in your eyes, please stay. Please go, look at this. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. You see that? He added, name your wages and I will pay them. Please pause. Do you see that? That this company, Laban and Sons, <laughs> you know, is <laughs> booming because you are here. How much should I pay you? Name your terms. Name your terms. This is the blessing, working raw. That I've gone to Cheko, they say it is you. You cannot go. Please, not about the don't go. Name your terms. We need to begin to expect the blessing to walk this way in our lives. I have an expectation that whatever I turn to, for my sake they are blessed. You see that? Let's go on. Jacob said to him, you know how I have worked for you and how your livestock has fed under my care. The little you had before I came the little <laughs> you had before I came has increased greatly. And the Lord has blessed you wherever I have been. Do you see that? But now, when may I do something for my own household? Go on. What shall I give you? He asked. Don't give me anything, Jacob replied. But if you will do this one thing for me, I will go on tending your flocks and watching over them. Let me go through all your flocks today and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark-colored lamb, and every spotted or speckled goat. They will be my wages. We can stop here. We'll, we'll discuss more on this in, for, for, for one of the service. So he named the stamps. Now, he didn't just say pay him salary. That would have been good. But it now made it even more interesting. He almost put, made, made it supernatural. Now, let's change the levels of this game. That any of your animals that are speckled and spotted will be mine. Now it became, now became, you know, how many will become speckled and spotted? Again, he put the blessing at work that will see how many will be mine. He said, give me, give me, give me, he said, give me shares. Give me shares. Give me ownership. That whatever comes out like this is mine. Trusting that the blessing will make his lot worth it. The power of the blessing. Okay? Go to Genesis 39, 1 to 6. Now, we've gone, we've seen Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. Genesis 39, 1 to 6. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. Look at and that. He lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of, the, of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house you and in that? the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care, with Joseph in charge. He did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now Joseph was well built and handsome. You can stop there. Very for another day. So he was so blessed. Even in he was, was meant to be a slave there. He became head of you know they gave made him head of the house. Why? Whatever he touched just worked. So they like girls go go and do everything. You as in do you get that? No, the only thing Pharaoh did was just to eat his own food. Just eat his food. You get my point here. The power of the blessing. At work. 41, that's 41. 37 49. Next 41, 37 to 49. The blessing. The blessing. The blessing. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to all his officials. So Pharaoh asked them, Can we find anyone like this man, one in whom is the Spirit of God? Please pause. What happened earlier? Pharaoh had a dream. They, 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 had, they, they had no interpretation of it. Nobody could interpret it. No, none of the magicians could interpret it. Joseph came, gave interpretation, told them what to do, you know, not just interpretation, give them the, 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 the meaning of the dream and what to do about it, right? Then this, 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 this went on. Yeah. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, 
Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace, and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. You see that? Then Pharaoh took Power from his then Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in a chariot as his second in command, and that? people shouted before him, Make way. Thus he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift a hand or foot in all Egypt. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zaphenat Panya and gave him as an daughter of Potiphera, priest of On, to be his wife. And Joseph went throughout the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of you see that? Pharaoh, king of was Egypt. 30. 30. So much wisdom. By the blessing of God, at age 30, he became Prime Minister of Egypt. Prime Minister at age 30. <laughs> Look at that. And Joseph went out from Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced plentifully. Joseph collected all the food produced in those seven years of abundance in Egypt and stored it in the cities. In each city, he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because he was beyond measure. Look at that. You can stop there. See the point? That even in a strange land, they did not care for where he came from. He had the solution. They needed him. So he prospered even in a foreign land. Why? The blessing of God, it makes wealthy without painful toil for it. The blessing has material effect. Look at that. All they had was a spiritual blessing spoken in what's over them, but it compulsorily had material equivalent. So we see also in Israel how the Israel as a nation itself was blessed. Exodus 23, 20, 25. Exodus 23, 25. Exodus 23, 25. Worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. See that? He will bless their bread and water. There will be provision. There will be blessed. says, and I will take sickness far away from you. Spoken word, the blessing, having material effect. So even if all of Egypt is sick, the blessing will preserve their lot. This I will take off sickness from amongst you. Amongst you. This is the blessing at work. So even for Israel, there are not new men in Christ. He says, I will take sickness far from you. This is the nature of the blessing. It makes rich. It makes LD. Deuteronomy 8, 18 to 20. Deuteronomy 8, 18 to 20. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirmed his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors, as it is today. Please pause. Pause. He says, remember the Lord your God. Look at that. It is he that gives you power to get what? To do what? To confirm the blessing, okay, such your fathers. So the prosperity there is part of the blessing is sought their fathers. It to confirm it. You'll be rich, you'll be prosperous. To confirm Abraham's blessing. See that? To come Abraham's blessing, to, to see, to Abraham's blessing, no, it came also with prosperity along with it. Please finish. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely you be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. See that? So, the blessing as is material equivalent. Psalm 28. Psalm 28. This is a long read. Psalm 28. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, 
the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. You see that? The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks. Even your pets will be blessed. Your basket and your kneading trowel will be blessed. Go on. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he promised you on oath, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him. Then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the works of your hands. You will lend to many nations but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. You see that? Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. Please pause. So, I will bless you with everything. I will bless your body. Bless your, your business. Bless your womb. See that? I will bless everything that concerns you. As in, Jesus said, I will give you abundant prosperity. He didn't say, I will only just meet your needs so you can just live through life, you know, carefully, you know, no issues, but not too much prosperity, just, you know, just, just to get you by, just, just not, not to get you by, you know, so you don't beg, but, you know, just to get you by. You know, just sprinkle of blessing, and just sprinkle, a sprinkle of goodness, you know. He says, no, abundant prosperity. This is God speaking. God speaking. Making his will known. So he says, if you obey, I will bless you. Meaning that it became up to man, not up to God anymore. God's will have been made known. Don't forget that. God's words, like his echoes in the atmosphere, to make it just keeps echoing constantly. God's word is, is an auto-run. It's an auto-run. Okay, so either the blessing of the cause now becomes Israel's choice in the obedience or disobedience. Now go on, go on, go on to 15. However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these curses will come on you and overtake you. Thank you. You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your basket and your kneading trowel will be cursed. The fruit of your womb will be cursed and the crops of your land and the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. You will be cursed when you come in and cursed when you go out. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion, and rebuke in everything you and rebuke in everything you put your hand to until you are destroyed and come to sudden ruin because of the evil you have done in forsaking him. The Lord will plague you with diseases until he has destroyed you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will strike you with wasting disease, with fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and droughts, with blight and mildew, which will plague you until you perish. The sky over your head will be bronze, and the ground beneath you iron. Tavdu. <laughs> Three points. So, God is saying here, I give you two options. Obey, walk in my will, and get my will. Step out of my will, and anything you see, all the best. So it's not as though God, it's not as though God, God will make those things actually happen himself, right? But when God, you know, is not actively involved, you are left to whatever happens, all, like all the best. Anything your eyes see, take chance. That's, that's the word. You're left to, you're left to cause an effect in the world. So if earthquake happens in your area, like, all the best. There's famine in your area, all the best. If enemies come against you, hope you can fight because <laughs> all the best. But saying, if you obey me, I will stand on your case. 
and I'll make sure you prosper everywhere you go. See that? Says you'll be head and not tail. This is God's perfect will for them. So when you see suffering, see sickness and affliction, that is not God's will. When you see poverty and lack, that's not God's will. God has made his will known. Head and not tail. Blessed everywhere. No miscarriage. You know my point here. So we have got to expect and make a demand in our lives of the blessing of God. Okay? So it's not the blessing and the curse. Okay? But God's will for us, okay, is that we live in his blessing. Glory to God. Again, God's blessing is what irreversible disposition to those he loves. It is irreversible disposition to those he loves. God's blessing it is irreversible disposition to those he loves. So God's will for us, okay, in his will is the blessing. This is Malachi 36. I, the Lord, do not change. So that of Jacob are not destroyed. It says, I, the Lord, I cannot change. So God is I am. So if his will was blessing, his will is blessing. It's I am. Okay? So we'll now see in the New Covenant how it relates to us. Ephesians 1 to 3. Ephesians 1 verse 3. So start from verse 1. Start from verse 1. Start from verse 1. 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. Are we learning? Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Please pause. Now, he didn't say who will bless us. So, so when he got born again, he echoed that blessing over you. You are blessed. Don't forget, whenever he calls, he speaks about them in blessing. So also, man in Christ says, you have been blessed with what every, every, not some, what every blessing I have to offer, every is in your account. So every means it includes blessing of Abraham. Whatever I bless them with it is there. Whatever they add, every blessing available in the spirituals, in the heavenly places, I've blessed you with because you are in Christ. Every. Again, forget I said, the spiritual shows the natural. So every spiritual blessing is in the account of the man in Christ. So you can expect some things to happen soon in your life. That you get better and better. You prosper more and more. At work, you succeed. In your, in, you know, in your, in your career, you succeed. Education, you get better and better. You can say, I want to be the head in my industry. Because why? You'll be the head. It's, your, it's in your destiny. Your spiritual account. You can say, my family miscarried. Never. You can place a demand on these things. You can place a demand. And my children are blessed. Ah, they are so blessed. They are so blessed. You can place a demand. So, see, people of faith must align their lives to God's word. I expect my life to be as God's word said. So, so when I see contradiction, I, I, I go to God and say, God, what am I doing? Because God, you cannot fail. You didn't fail Abraham. You can't fail me. So what exactly is the truth here? Okay? I check my work to see why it's not so. I don't ask God questions because God did not fail Abraham. He didn't fail Jacob. He didn't fail Isaac. So if anything happening like that is not so, it is me. It's not God. So I have to check that God, why is this not so yet? Where am I not aligning with your will for me? Where is there a lack of wisdom? Where am I not aligning with what you have me do? Then I, I align. Then it gets better and better. You see that? So this is how expect the blessing. See, God is not a joker. The blessing ought to be showing. He doesn't do audio. God is a talk and do guy. Talk and do. So if he says it, he does it. So he's not, he's not just saying, you know, to make you happy. I bless you. Every special blessing in every place is. No, no, no. He meant it. He meant it. See, it was so good that Jesus Christ told Peter, go and take one from fish's mouth. That last time I go to go, cut them out of fish. As in the body, body, body. Fish will promise money. That's how good it gets. Now, if push comes to shove, fish will promise money. The blessing. The blessing. The blessing. Go to Galatians 3. 12 to 14. Go to 12. Start from verse 12. 12 to 14. Please, thank you. 
The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, it says, the person who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. Please pause. Don't forget that. In John 28, we saw the blessing and the curse. Okay? So Christ did something. He took off the curse of our lives by becoming a curse for us. Meaning that those things in the curse, they have no right in our lives. Those things in the course, they have no right in our lives. Sorrow, barrenness, lack, affliction, oppression, lack of peace. It took them off our case. Get my point here. Go on, fast forward. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Look at that. So we should expect first, look at this. The blessing given to Abraham, please follow me, might come on the Gentiles. So it ought to have the effect it had on Abraham. If the blessing made Abraham rich, it must have the same effect on your life. The same blessing ought to have in your life the same effect. Read this without, without religious eyes. Just read, read that like I read mathematics. You get just don't 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 bother to spiritualize this thing. It's, it's as clear as day. Okay, the blessing is to Abraham. If it comes on you, it should have the same effect it had on Abraham. Now let's look at this. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Now the Holy Ghost is the conveyor of the blessing. The Holy Ghost is the carrier of the blessing, and now it lives in you. You are. A blessing carrier. It lives in you. You are a blessing carrier. You are a container of blessing. You are a container of blessing. You are a container of blessing. The Holy Ghost himself, the blessing himself lives in you. Look at that. So if I align myself with God's will, I can bet out the blessing in my life. So it comes, how do I bet these things out in the area of my life? How do you make it sing? You see that. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now go to 2 Corinthians 8 9. 2 Corinthians 8 9. 2 Corinthians 8 9. Sorry, sorry, love. 2 Corinthians 8 9. Did you my love? I'm sorry. 2 Corinthians 8 9. I mean, I don't be jealous, okay? I'm married to a woman. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yes, for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. Now, people can put it in any context, but the Bible does not lie. It deliberately puts poverty and riches. Deliberately. Now, let's, let's, let's even say spiritual blessing, spiritual wealth. Don't forget I said it shows it natural. Yes. Don't forget Proverbs 22. The blessing of God, it makes, receiving a spiritual blessing, it shows it natural. Christ embodied it. That like he took fish, small fish, fed everybody with it. How, how, how much, what can, can be more than that? That like he just take five minutes of bread, guys sit down and I go chop. As in, and I mean now, relax. Go chop, you go take it away, say as in, he got to a wedding and there was no wine. Guys, wine ran out. And he told them, show off. We won't give you money to go and buy the wine. We don't want that to wine. As in, no, we won't raise funds to go, we won't go and buy wine. We don't want that to wine. He was showing you that the blessed man does not live in lack. Whatever he needs, he'll bring it forth. He told them, go to that town. Tell them, master wants the, 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 the ox. He didn't even pay money again. Tell them, Master wants the ox. Levels. Levels. Do you see that? So the spiritual blessing shows the material. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11. Second Corinthians 9, 6 to 11. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11. Glory, 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 glory. Are we learning? 
Is it good? No, I've been reading Bible all through. I do that a lot in this church. I don't, I don't talk too much. Just read the scriptures for people so you can see it's not me talking. Uh-huh. So you can argue the Bible if you don't like it. <laughs> Glory to God. Right. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. I didn't say it. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your hearts to give. Not reluctantly or under Please compulsion. Please, Paul, so see. Paul started this thing of sowing everything. Not pastor. Just... Paul is in scripture, sowing and reaping. Do you know that? Just write it also. It says, um, give, we give it unto you. Make sure, press down. Sowing and, and reaping is a law of existence. In, it's not just in, in material things, also in goodwill. You get my point here? So, I didn't did start it. Important, not start it. It's, it's, law of, it's law that God has put in existence already. So, sowing and reaping. People can't be against it, right? But I like to just show scripture. No, I don't like to. You know, it's funny that this is like clear, but people want to. I don't know how people do it because I just wonder ah, how much much. How much do I DX? to put? Do I DX? Make it simple, you know? It's, it's in scripture. Okay? God does not owe anybody anything. He won't take from you and not give him what I want to give him. It's not possible. Abraham gave God his son. That's why he did not die. Right? But Christ died on the cross. Give him much more than we could ever give him. So when God makes a demand on you, he will give you much, 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 much more. Christ died, rose up again. Now listen up by the Spirit of God. That whatever you could give him, he gives back much more. Much more. So you can't be giving together and be thinking, you know, ah, every time, every time, pastor offering God, every time collecting money from us. You know, it's ridiculous. When you say God, when you say God, God doesn't bless people, but you tell them to bless God, bless God, church with their money. What kind of God, what kind of God do you serve? Take something, give back. I don't understand, bro. Please go on. Look at that. Please go on. Dude. Yeah, I said. And yeah. God is able to bless you abundantly. It's really slowly. Let, let it be clear. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good Let's work. Let's take it again. Let's take, let's take it slowly. Slowly. So just, it used to say, it needs me. You know, God is able to bless you abundantly. <laughs> <laughs> and God is able to bless you abundantly. Look at that. Abundantly. Dance so that in all things, Look at, at all no, times, all things, all times, meaning times they include when there is famine also, all things, all times, God is able. So it's more about what we do, its ability. Having all that you need, Have you will abound in every good work. Please, my iPhone 11. Yes, Lord. <laughs> and the car too. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Right. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. I think I'll stop there. See that? So God blesses materially with abundance. Go to Philippians 4. Philippians 4, 19. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Again, the same thing. So, material blessing is the will of God. Don't let religion blind your face. Stop beefing precious believers. Stop being such about them. Stop taking their selling or stealing money. No. Once you see it that way, yeah, it means that you, you, not, you can't come because you think it's, it's a sin. Or they stole it. Since you don't want to steal, you know. It will come to you. Okay? The blessing of God. It makes you rich. And that's not sorrow. God's blessing shows up in every area of your life. Third John 2. Third John 2. Third John 2. Third John 2. Dear friend. Look at that. I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along this well. This is the will of God, that you enjoy good health. COVID-19, COVID-20, doesn't matter. That all may go well with you, that you will enjoy good health. Do you understand my point here? This, that all may go well with you. That all may go well, all, not some. All may go well with you. Nothing missing, nothing broken. That all may go well with you, even as your soul also prospers. See there. 
So people say, but how come we have unbelievers that are prosperous? This is my question. What is your business? It's like saying, maybe we have um, unbelievers that, 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 that are LD. Zambi God does not heal. Zambi God does not heal. People are supposed to be by hard work, by raw hard work. And maybe some, some you know, sprinkle of, of, of occultism. Sprinkle small, you know, living in bondage. <laughs> okay, so people can succeed in any way. Devil also makes rich. Or people can also uh, hard work. But that does not negate, okay, God's sworn participation in your fears. So don't be asking stupid questions, really. It's a silly, it's a very silly, it's a silly answer, a silly question. How come, what's, what's your problem? In the Bible, there's no God of blessing Abraham. It was also blessed at some point. Pharaoh was a big deal then also. That, that, that did not stop. It didn't stop Abraham's blessing. Because Abraham wanted to, wanted to live and go to Egypt. Isaac also. It was reasonably prosperous. That didn't stop Abraham's blessing. So that's not your business. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Love. Yeah. It's important, okay? You know the issue here is that these things put a clog in our expectation. The sounds, you know, find about this in that. You can hear a salmon, and the salmon will block your feet for five years. That happens to people. One salmon can ruin you. One salmon can ruin you. Not praying to God, God, and like, ah, but does God bless materially? Does he? You are in two minds. Perhaps in James 1, that let that person not think get anything from God. If you are going for God two minded, that will God do it or not do it, you, you don't get it. So don't let anybody put a clock in your faith work. The Bible's in English, thank God. We have, we, we have the Greek, we have the English in many versions. Stand on the word. Expect God's word to be real in your life and make your boast in God's word. Don't let anyone get in the way without. Believe God's word. Put God's word to work in your life. Where it's not showing yet, go to prayer and set the word. What more should I be doing? Let God lead you. Okay? And you see that like Isaac. Isaac became wealthy. And he grew even more wealthy. Until he was what? Very wealthy. So it's like you can make progressions. You can grow. You can grow. You can grow. You keep getting better and better. Father, I will thank you. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.